The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Well, a new self-help book from high-performance life coach Mark Fennell gives readers the practical steps to go from stuck to unstoppable. The book is called Breakthrough. Having dealt with his own experiences of coping with anxiety and infertility, Mark shares how people can work through their frustrations and towards fulfilment. And Mark is with me in studio. Mark, good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Now, give us the definition of stuck. Well, the definition of stuck can be two types of scenarios. There's the number one scenario where someone's gone through something devastating, whether it be a divorce, a friendship fallout, a diagnosis. Or just something like a business closure, a job change and so forth. That's, I suppose, person number one. Person number two is the person that maybe didn't go through anything that was climactic, but more just feels there's more to life, a little bit lost, needing direction, lacking fulfilment, and just feeling like I'm going through life, but am I and where am I going? Okay, so in the case of the people who've gone through a crisis of various yeah. kinds, what are the, the steps that they might take to, to get out of that feeling? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, disaster. a lot of the book is written, I mean, my story is only a small part of it, but what I came to realise is that sometimes things come out of nowhere and they're like a bomb goes off. We think we have a path made out for ourselves, not knowing what way we're going. And one of the steps starts with asking the question, number one, well, how am I really? You know, how am I actually feeling? The second question is, and what's making me feel that way? But number three, then I have to make a choice. Am I prepared to work and see and seek out a solution? Because a lot of people don't. They stay stuck. But sometimes we have to ask the question, well, look, if I don't like how I feel, let me have a look and see what I can do about it or even get help. But let's not stay here. So it makes it starts with a decision. OK, now that decision can be a very tricky one. For example, yeah. you've got a couple of kids, you're both uh, going to work, mm-hmm. you're both commuting, you've got your kids in childcare, in other words, someone else is looking after them all day. Mm-hmm. Um, you only see them from maybe half seven when you get home in the evening yeah. and bedtime is half eight. And you think, I'm stuck, but I can't see any way to get unstuck. And that's a lot of people. Yeah, believe you and me, that's a lot of people. The whole, and this is why I always say, and it sounds like a simple question, but start with, well, if I feel stuck and I remain there, it'll only be compounded over time. And in five years, 10 years, it's going to feel a whole lot worse. Now, sometimes things are, should we say, seasonal. You know, kids get older, things change yeah. and so forth. So there, we take that on board, let's be realistic. But at the same time, there is always a way. And I think the worst thing we can do is just accept defeat because there is always a way. And I've been in situations where people who've lost a limb, people who've had a divorce, they couldn't control the outcome and they have are faced with a choice. Do I believe that the best days are behind me or do I still hold on to that I can still have good days ahead of me? And that's a powerful decision we have to make, but it is one worth making. Mm-hmm. Once you make that decision, you be, you'd be surprised how small baby mm-hmm. steps start to show up. Uh, sometimes people would have to actually establish what their priorities really are. 100%. I mean, you can keep up with the Joneses and make sure you have the latest car and uh, you've you're up to your neck and the yeah. most expensive mortgage you, you can manage yeah. and so on. And the alternative is maybe get off the treadmill, yeah. get off the the rat, get out of the rat race and, and live a simpler life. But that also means maybe changing your own view of yourself. And that is hard to do. And a big piece of the book is about identity and how we see ourselves. And sometimes we assign what we have, I suppose, tangible as that's who I am. But as we all know, look, those things are great and nice and brilliant. But at the same time, who you are is a lot more deeper rooted than that. Fulfillment is the big word. And it sounds very grandiose, but fulfillment is the thing that sometimes people will pursue and buy stuff because they're trying to get fulfilled and only to realise they're not getting there. But if we ask ourselves, what actually tops me up and makes me fulfilled? Is it more time off? Is it time with the kids? Is it not working as much? Because sometimes there's only so much. There's a scales. And we have to wind back time on one area in order to invest it in another. And that's a hard decision. 
But when it comes to fulfilment, I think it's a decision worth yeah. making. Now, you, you talk about that other person who is actually doing okay. You yeah. know, they, they live in a nice flat or house. They have the car. They have a decent job. Yeah. And yet. And yet they just feel. And I had, there's one particular story in the book, Chloe, and she had everything. She said, look, everyone's telling me, you know, you have so much to be grateful for. And she says, I'm fully aware of that, but I'm still just not happy. She had kids, she had everything. And she said, I'm just not happy. And I asked a question. I said, so how are you really? And she says, I'm just sad. And I said, why is that? Because there was no apparent cause of that mm-hmm. sadness. But she said, I just feel like I'm surviving in life. I'm not actually going anywhere. And I said, do you feel like a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment? And she says, I don't even know what that is. And so we started to work out and figure out. I said, well, when was the last time you felt that spark? You felt fulfilled in life or you felt content in life? And we, should we say, there was hallmarks because there's always patterns. And that's what I've seen from 20 years of coaching. There's patterns. And that's what I've put in the book. There's patterns we can look at our own life and become our own coach and see, you know, that's what's missing now that I once had. There is also the problem of the other person. Uh, I mean, uh, we played a clip from you earlier at the very beginning of the programme talking about people who make you feel anxious and others kind of friends, but they're toxic friends. Frenemies. And your message would get them out of your life. You know what? If they're not serving you at this point, sometimes people are going through their own stuff and hurt people hurt people and you got to be there for them, yes. But if it's showing no sign of change... Well, listen, if you don't change anything, you're going to get the same result. And that same result over time will only eat away at you. As they say, a constant drop of water bore a hole in the stone. Boundaries and just looking after yourself has to come into the fold. Now, when you have the advice, now an individual gets your book, Breakthrough, yeah. and says, this is for me. Yeah. Um, but it turns out they're in a relationship and uh, they <laughs> read your book and they decide this is the course of action. I am going to go to live in County Westmeath instead of the Dublin suburbs. I'm going to work from home. Yeah. And then he or she says, oh, no, you're not. Yeah. And this is the big word. That's a C word. It's called compromise. I mean, I stress that because I come, look, I I believe in we try and fix things before we throw them out. And we try and fix things before we point blame. Because, you know, when you're pointing one finger at someone, there's three fingers pointing back at you, the old proverb. I do say it like this. Everything can be worked through with two people who want to work it through. And that's where maybe hard conversations have to happen. But if you establish your values and don't, should we say, argue the point, have a con- don't confront them. Have a conversation with them. Remember, they're not coming from the same mindset as you are at that given time. But with communication, everything will be fixed. It's when we stop talking, that's when wars begin. Uh, one of the other things, uh, I mean, you various words uh, that you come up with, uh, an F word would be forgiveness mm. and uh, how hard it might do, but how yeah. healing it can be. Mm. But uh, a more common word would be a P word, procrastination. Procrastination, I think we all suffer with it because what happens is we want to achieve something in life or whatever it might be, or maybe even just clean out the attic, you know, and we put that job off, whatever it might be. But procrastination is generally a bad habit that we get in the habit of doing, putting things off. And then we try and do other things to justify feeling productive, but we still haven't done that task that we want to do. Here's what I say about procrastinating, because we can do that in relationships, we can do that in friendships, we can do it in life. Procrastination is because we we don't want to go through the uncomfortable feeling. It's called cognitive dissonance of actually starting that task. And so we avoid that uncomfortableness and we go with the familiar. Now, the problem with that in life is you hard to grow if we always want to stay in our lane and stay in the safe zone. Mm. Sometimes you've got to push yourself out of those uh, comfort zones. So that small thing of will I actually clean out the garage or will I yeah. take on the attic? But that's a metaphor for things, the way we treat life as well. Yeah, I mean, psychologically, it's very uh, uh, indicating of the personal 
should we say, the person's personal development and where they're at in life. Because what happens is the attic is, it was with the attic, but it was also with that conversation that you should have had with that person or the people pleasing over here. It actually, you'll find as a pattern and it's probably there in other area aspects. Uh, the attic is a harmless, but sometimes it can show up and be a little bit more, should we say, self I suppose maybe even toxic for oneself. Yeah. Uh, again, going back to where there is a couple involved, mm. be they husband and wife uh, or wife and wife and husband and husband or partners in life yeah. or whatever the combination may be. And one person is gung ho for, you know, getting unstuck. Yeah. And the other person is part of the glue. Yeah. And this is, I see this quite a lot, particularly um, in my practice when people come to me and they say, you know, I'm all go for it. I'm motivated, but they're not. Because you have two different personality types. Um, and remember, one is one way and the other is not. What I always say is this, is that, first of all, if you can work out the values of why you want to make the change, okay? But secondly, what are the values within that relationship as well? And you've got to make sure that those values align. Because there's no point in saying, I'm going to go off and do, you know, hike a mountain and do this and do that and whatever else. And then you've totally negated the values that are in your relationship. A, a relationship, I always say, and everyone knows this, I suppose, but a relationship is a team. It's not a team of one, it's a team of two. And so there's going to be disagreements and compromise, but at least try and work on things together. They say this about the quality of a relationship. What is this quality? How do you mark a good marriage? And they say, what makes for a great sex life within that marriage? And all these talks with this, and it's one simple thing. And it comes down to the level of connection. Or in other words, the quality of the friendship within that relationship. And if you work on that and keep that at first and foremost about whatever decisions you make, you will go the test of time. Well, the book is called Breakthrough, a Practical Steps from Moving from Stuck to Unstoppable. Mark Fennell is its author and it's available everywhere. But Mark, you're doing a workshop, I believe, at That's the right. Purple House Wellness event. That's happening in Paris Court House on March the 3rd. On March the 3rd, yes. Yeah. So it's uh, it's going to be a great event. Great speakers lined up as well. I'll be talking about the book. And so if you're looking for, I suppose, a place for maybe a little bit of inspiration or motivation, it certainly will be an event. And it's, uh, of course, all proceeds go towards uh, the cancer Purple House Cancer Support. Exactly. Uh, Tickets are on sale at purplehouse.ie. Daniela Moyles will be there doing a yoga workshop. Uh, Dermot Gavin. Yes. uh, Doing uh, what he does uh, so well. (laughs) Uh, And... uh, Performance coach Jerry Hussey and dietitian Sarah Kill all delivering workshops. Oh, we'll all be there. Sounds like a great day. <laughs> Mark, thank you very much uh, for joining us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.